So, back to the evening reading in Genesis. Um, we've got chapter 33, 34, and 35. Kind of broke that trend of only two chapters. And Jacob lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, Esau came, and with him four hundred men. And he divided the children unto Leah and unto Rachel and unto the two handmaidens and he put the handmaidens and their children foremost and leah and her children after and rachel and joseph hindermost and he passed over before them and bowed himself to the ground seven times until he came near to his brother and esau ran to meet him and embraced him and felt on his neck and kissed him and they wept and he lifted up his eyes and saw the women and the children and said who are who those with thee? And he said, The children which God hath graciously given thy servant. Then the handmaidens came near, they and their children, and they bowed themselves, and Leah almost with her children came near and bowed or also, sorry, um, and bowed themselves, and after them Joseph near and Rachel, and they bowed themselves. And he said, what meanest thou by all this drove which I met? And he said, Find grace in the sight of my Lord. And Esau said, I have enough, my brother. Keep that thou hast unto thyself. And Jacob said, Nay, I pray thee, if now I have found grace in thy sight, then receive my present at my hand. For therefore I have seen thy face as thou I have seen the face of God, that thou hast pleased, wast pleased with me. Take, I pray thee, my blessing that is brought to thee, because God hath dealt graciously with me, and because I have enough. And he urged him, and he took it. And he said, Let us take our journey, and let us go, and I will go before thee. And he said unto him, My Lord knoweth that the children tender, and the flocks and herds that with young, with me, and if men shall overdrive them one day, all the flock will, will die. Let my Lord, I pray thee, pass over before his servant, and I will lead on softly according as the cattle that goeth before me, and the children be able to endure until I come unto my Lord unto Seir. And Esau said, Let me now leave with thee. For the flock that with me. And he said, What needeth it? Let me find grace in the sight of my Lord. So Esau returned that day on his way unto Seir. And Jacob journeyed to Sukkoth and built him an house and made booths for his cattle there, for the name of the place was called Sukkoth. And Jacob came to Shalem, the city of Shechem, which in the land of Canaan, when he came from Padanaram and pitched his tent before the city, he brought a parcel of a field where he had spread his tent at the hand of the children of Hamor, Shemekim, Shechem's father for a hundred pieces of money, and he erected there an altar and called it 
Elohai is real. Hi he Elohai is real. So going on a uh, recap of chapter 22 at the end there, there's reference to the pineal gland and an inner, like an inner debate of Jacob. It is very obvious, obvious. It says he's alone and he talks to himself um, or he, he hashes it out with a man, but he, the only man there is him. Um, and then we bring back Esau and, and Esau, I think, I don't know if I mentioned it out loud, but Esau earlier, I thought was like the spirit and Jacob was like the, the man. Um, and, and they, they fixed their stuff and he bowed seven times to the ground. That's something. Chapter 34. And Dinah, the daughter of Leah, which she bare unto Jacob, went out to see the daughters of the land. And when Shechem, the son of Hamar, the Hevite, prince of the country, saw her, he took her and lay with her and defiled her. And his soul clave unto Diana, the daughter of Jacob, and he loved the damsel and spake kindly unto the damsel. And Shechem spake unto his father Hamor, saying, Get me this damsel to wife. She got raped? What? And Jacob heard that he had defiled Diana, Dinah, his daughter. Now his sons were with his cattle in the field. And Jacob held his peace until they were come. And Hamor, the father of Shechem, went out unto Jacob to commune with him. And the sons of Jacob came out of the field when they heard. And the men were grieved that they were very wroth, because he had wroth folly in Israel in laying with Jacob's daughter, which thing ought not to be done. And Hamar communed with them, saying, The soul of my son Shechem longeth for your daughter. I pray you give her him to wife, and make ye marriages with us. Give your daughters unto us, and take our daughters unto you, and ye shall dwell with us, and the land shall be there for you. Dwell and trade ye therein, and get you possessions therein. And Shechem said unto her father, and unto her brethren, Let me find grace in your eyes, and what ye shall say unto me I will give. Ask me neither so much dowry and gift, and I will give according as ye shall say unto me, but give me the damsel to wife. And the sons of Jacob answered, Shechem and Hamor his father deceitfully, and said, Because he had defiled Diana their sister, and they said unto them, We cannot do this thing to give our sister to one that is uncircumcised, for that a reproach unto us. But in this will we consent unto you, if ye will be as we, that every male of you be circumcised, then will ye give our daughters unto you, and we will take our daughters to us, and your daughters to us, and we will dwell with you, and we will become one people. 
But if ye will not hearken unto us to be circumcised, then will we take our daughters, and we will be gone. And their words pleased Hamar and Shechem, Homer's son. And the young men deferred not to do the thing, because he had delighted in Jacob's daughter, and he more honorable than all the house of his father. And Hamar the Shechem, and Shechem his son, came unto the gate of their city, and communed with the men of their city, saying, These men peaceable with us. Therefore let them dwell in the land, and trade therein of the land. Behold, large enough for them, let us take their daughters to us for wives, and let us give them our daughters. Only herein will the men continue unto us, for to dwell with us, to be one people. If every male among us is to be circumcised as they circumcised, not their cattle and their substance and every beast of theirs ours, only let us consent unto them, and they will dwell with us. And unto Hamar and unto Shechem his son, hearkened all that went out of the gate of his city, and every male was circumcised all that went out of the gate of his city. And it came to pass on the third day, when they were sore, that two of the sons of Jacob, Simeon and Levi, Diana's, Dinah's brethren, took each man his sword, came upon the city boldly, and slew all the males. And he, they slew Hamor, and Shechem and his sons with the edge of the sword, and took Dinah out of Shechem's house, and went out. The sons of Jacob came upon the slain, and spoiled the city, because they defiled their sister. They took their sheep, and their oxen, and their asses, and that which in the city, and that which in the field, and all their wealth, and all their little ones, and all their wives, took they captive, and spoiled even all that in the house. And Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, Ye have troubled me to make me to stink among the inhabitants of the land among the Canaanites, and the Perizzites, and I, few in number, they shall gather themselves together against me, and slay me. I shall be destroyed, I and my house. And they said, should he deal with our sister as with an harlot? Um, there's another mention of the... That's the end of chapter 34, by the way. We'll move on to chapter 35 in just a second. But there's a mention of the third day yet again. So 3 and 7 are very important from what I was... Uh, From what I have uh, figured out, or just noticed, figured out, from what I have noticed, and I don't know what it means, but something that has been brought to my attention is I believe there are 12 names mentioned, and there is only one girl among them, and two of the children in these 12 is... Uh, is our twins and the 12 kind of goes along with the zodiac and the twins being gemini uh dinah being virgo maybe uh, i'm not sure but 
it's definitely something that's interesting. The third day, um, it's also been brought to my attention that uh, in the beginning, the chapter one of Genesis, that men may have actually been formed on the third day. Also, there's a uh, reference to the pineal gland, which also um, rests the the its workings is is a three day type thing. So there there's a lot uh, more to the Bible, I believe, than what we're actually letting ourselves touch on. And I I would like to learn more, but from this. It is a very interesting story, um, in the beginning, very dramatic, very intense. Dinah, the only girl of all these boys, gets, gets taken and raped, and that's, that's awful. And, and the, the man, and the man of, the father of the man who raped her comes to Jacob and is like, oh, well, we defiled her, but he loves her, so let's all exchange stuff because you've got a bunch of things and I have a bunch of things and we'll just make it our things and yada, yada, yada. And Jacob was like, well, if you have all of the men in your city circumcise themselves, then I guess that's fine. Which I'm trying to figure out if they actually mean, like, legit, like, what we consider circumcision to be circumcision or if it's some other kind of reference. Um... But anyway, so he's like, yeah, fine, let's do that. And so they do be, like, they are circumcised, I guess. And uh, then Simeon and Levi are like, nah, they touched our sister, they're going to die. And that's what they did. And whenever Jacob was like, what are, What did you do? Their, their people are going to come and or their their allies are going to see what, what has happened here and they're going to come after me. And the boys are like, will you expect us to just stand by here and let you let our sister be treated like a whore? Like, excuse you. So it's the Old Testament is very interesting. Um, it's very dramatic, very dramatic, very intense. Uh, but I think that there's more to it than just the actual story that's being told. And I don't think the lesson of the story is to kill people if you get raped. I don't think that's what God was trying to teach us. So I think there's more to it. Uh, I'm going to look into that. But thank you for listening. Uh, oh, I almost forgot about 35. So 35 is next. Genesis chapter 35. And God said unto Jacob, Arise. Go up to Bethel, and dwell there, and make there an altar unto God, that appeared unto thee when thou fleddest from the face of Esau thy brother. Then Jacob said unto his household, and to all that with him, Put away the strange gods that are among you, and be clean. Change your garments, and let us arise, and go up to Bethel. And I will make there an altar unto God, who answered me in the day of my distress, and was with me in the way which I went. And they gave unto Je Jacob all the strange gods which were in their hand, and all their and all or and earnings which in their or sorry earrings which in their ears, and Jacob hid them under the oak by Shechem. And they journeyed 
And the terror of God was upon the cities that rounded about them, and they did not pursue after the sons of Jacob. So Jacob came to Luz, which in the land of Canaan, that Bethel, he and all the people that with him. And he built there an altar, altar and called the place Ebethel, or El Bethel, because their God appeared unto him when he fled from the face of his brother. But Deborah, Rebekah's nurse, died, and she was buried beneath Bethel under an oak, and the name of it was called Elonbechuth. And God appeared unto Jacob again when he came out of Padanaram. He blessed him, and God said unto him, Thy name, Jacob, thy name shall not be called any more Jacob, but Israel shall be thy name. And he came, and he called his name Israel. And God said unto him, I, God Almighty, be fruitful and multiply a nation and company of nations shall be of thee and kings shall come out of thy loins and the land which I gave Abraham and Isaac to see I will give it and to see to seed after thee will I give the land um give me a quick second just to, to recap um So, this is the inner, <gasps> okay, so, so Jacob has that debate with himself in uh, chapter 32, um, back when it says that he is left alone and then, and then wrestles with a man, and the man is himself, and it says, and this is like a, this is a, the pre, this is foreshadowing, a, a kind of like a prophecy he has in his own mind, he said, and he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel, for as a prince hast thou power with God and with men, and hast prevailed. So, so, so when you, you, you have power with God, and, and you, you have power over your, yourself, then you, you move on, like, you'll be called Israel, and this is what happens, is this is that, this is that encountering. This is, I mean, I mean, there's an obvious possibility of getting rid of material things, but maybe I'm reaching too far out there. Anyway, that was just kind of like cool. Where it's like, oh, it just said that a second ago. Anyway, I will give the land. And God went up from in the place where he talked with him, and Jacob set up a pillar in the place where he talked with him, a pillar of stone, and he poured offering there on, and he poured oil thereon and jacob called the name of the place where god spake with him bethel and they journeyed from bethel and there was but a little way to come to ephrath and rachel traveled and she had hard labor oh is she pregnant again and it came to pass when she was in hard labor that the midwife said unto her fear not thou shalt have this son also And it came to pass, as her soul was in departing, for she died, that she called his name Benoni, Benoni, but his father called him Benjamin. And Rachel died, 
and was bur buried in the way to Euphrath, which it which is which Bethlehem. That made me think of Star Wars. Can you tell I'm a nerd? <laughs> Luke, Leia. Um, this is sad. This is sad. I shouldn't be making jokes. Anyway, um, and Jacob set up a pillar upon her grave that the pillar of Rachel's grave unto this day. And Israel journeyed and spread his tent beyond the tower of Edra. And it came to pass when Israel dwelt in the land that Reuben went and lay with Bilhah, Bilhah his father's concubine, and Israel heard. Now the sons of Jacob were twelve, the sons of Leah, Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, and Simeon, and Levi, and Judith, and Ishkar, and Zublon, the sons of Rachel, Joseph, and Benjamin, and the sons of Bilhah, Rachel's handmaid, Dan, and Naphtali, and the sons of Zilpah, Leah's handmaiden, Gad, and Asher, these the sons of Jacob, which were born to him in Padanaram. And Jacob came unto Isaac his father, unto Mamre, unto the city of Abra, which her Hebron, where Abraham, Abraham and Isaac sojourned. And the days of Isaac were an hundred and fourscore years. I guess that's a hundred and eighty years. And Isaac gave up the ghost and died, and was gathered unto his people, old and full of days, and his sons, Esau and Jacob, buried him. So this is Isaiah dying. Okay. So that's the mention of the twelve sons. Uh, I think I mentioned earlier. Um, or not twelve sons. Um, or the twelve children earlier, but it is mentioned again of twelve sons and not the daughter because the last born of Rachel before she died was, uh, what is it, Benoni or Benjamin, Benjamin, the son of the right hand, I guess was named. So, a lot to take in there. Um, thinking about the time that this would have been written, uh, and the area that it would have been written in, the... The thought of possibly a story in the sky or pertaining to the stars kind of pops up because you have to keep in mind that this story was not told when there was radio or really, there wasn't really anything other than the people, the ground, the trees, wherever the trees were, um, and the sky. And, and people would tell stories of the stars. That's how these constellations um, have meaning to them and, and why these why the planets have references to gods that, that correlate with other cultures and everything and we all share this is because this is what we all shared at one point was the sky it, it was your way we, we followed the stars the stars were 
were what we had. It was pretty much all we had. Um, and now we, we've lost that, that rootage of, of paying attention to the sky. I mean, God says in the beginning, the stars, let the stars be signs unto you. Like, like he's going to leave messages for us to, to tell us things. And, and maybe parts of this book are stories from the stars. It's just something that popped in my mind, something to uh, think about. And if you know anything about that, please let me know so that I can maybe look into it. So thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Have a good night.